Welcome, everybody, to the Bad Carity Funky Preview Podcast, issue number 58. This week, we'll be talking Game of Thrones. But on today's podcast, preview podcast, we'll be talking about our favorite fantasy book, comic, TV show, even movie. So I'll start off, guys. So my favorite fantasy show growing up was always Gar- Disney's Gargoyles. Ah, oh, nice. so good. Good choice. <laughs> Da, 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 da. Imagine if they made it into a movie. I uh, I would like to see it, but at the same time, I wouldn't like. What? I mean, well, here, here here's why. Because it's a Disney property. So far, Disney's been rocking awesome with like the movies they've been doing. You know, like they take it all, everything serious. So it could be cool because it's their property. At the same time, though, I'm afraid they might Hollywood it up a bit much. How so? I don't know. I just I can see them somehow messing it up. Like I don't know. Like they are not really. They're not the gargoyles aren't from Scotland, or they are kind of like going too much in the history of why the gargoyles turn the stone or something. You know what I mean? Like I can feel them like putting something in there that's like not necessary. That's like one really of the like gargoyles is Justin Bieber. Oh God. Yeah, or they'll do something <laughs> like that. They'll take like one of the effing Jonas Brothers and put him in as as like Goliath. You know, like <laughs> I can see them doing something wrong. But again, it's Disney, so I'm pretty sure. The gargoyles will be like nice and CG, so they'll look really cool. Hopefully, they bring like in Keith David to be the voice if that ever happens. You know, what oh I mean? just to, yeah, yeah, just to, to keep it. But I don't know. It's like I'd like to see it because it'd be really fun. But at the same time, it's like it 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 could be Hollywooded up very 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 easily. I don't know. I can I can see them doing a pretty good job on the first movie, like you know, all the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Like they did a really good job on that first movie, and then they just kind of Hollywooded the shit out of it. Out of afterwards. they really did. So yeah. I could see like Gargoyles like one being really good and just really on point, and then they like ruin it with a sequel and like hire Michael Although, Bay or something like that. I'm not gonna lie, I did like on Stranger Tides, like really, that, yeah, like because you know why? Because it wasn't as like heavily CG'd hmm. as the other two previous movies. I don't think I saw that one. Like, Wasn't it on, though? I, I no, not it at all. Like on basically because like. Dead Man's Chest was, like, super CG because, you know, the entire, like, fucking, like, crew of love of the Flying Dutchman. Yeah, I know, like, in the original, like, Black Pearl, like, they're all CG and skeletons, but, like, in... It's almost like they like, tried putting a little bit of CG in, like, the original Pirates of the Caribbean, and then they went ape shit with all the rest of the CG in the new one. And they just are putting all, like, this weird story arc where it's, like, you know, like, there's, like, the captain leader, like, the pirate captain leaders and shit and all this other crap, and, like... Callisto is like a goddess, you know, like all this like weird shit that wasn't necessary. Yeah. Whereas on Stranger Tides, it was just like Jack Sparrow's in a bind and he's got to get out of it. Simple Jack Sparrow shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And it just, it felt like more like, like on Stranger Tides felt like more like an adventure to me, honestly. And I mm. thought like Blackbeard was a much better villain than Davy Jones. Like, yeah. Davy Jones was, like, you know, try to be the bad guy, but he doesn't seem, like, really, really bad. But, like, Blackbeard would say some, like, some shit, you know, like, that was, like, fucked up. Like, for instance, like, um, one scene with the mermaid, he said something akin to, like, I will pull every single scale from her body and leave her rotting in the sun if I feel it necessary. <laughs> you know, it, shit like wasn't shit it like Ian that. McShane, too, that was playing him? Yeah. Uh, maybe I did see that one. And like remember. he was, and he was, I thought he was a much better bad guy than, than Davy Jones, right? Because like Davy Jones was like mystical, couldn't die, so he didn't seem as like a bad as a bad guy. Whereas like Blackbeard was like human, and like as a human, he was like a monster. 
you know? Sure. Yeah, I don't remember the movies that much. Like, looking back, I was, I'm trying to remember which one that was, and it's all just melding together. I think that's the fourth one. Th- was there four? I thought there was three. No, there's three, the and then one, they, yeah. they, they started up, like, a new trilogy, and it just didn't go anywhere. Interesting. Because, remember, they did... Number one, obviously, everyone kind of remembers, uh, but number two led directly into number three, like, Matrix-style. Yeah, because number two was with uh, uh, Davy Jones, right? Yeah, two and three were Davy yeah. Jones. Yeah, so it was like, well, yeah, you know, you know like Davy Jones introduced the second one, and the third one was like the whole like pirate coalition thing, and Jack's dad was there or some crap like that. Like, like didn't didn't it start off with him uh, in a dream, and there was like these white pebbles or something? Yeah, like but that? I don't think Jack's dad. Well, I guess he was kind of shown in that one, but he was really focused in the fourth one. Yeah, I think the fourth. I don't fucking remember either. <laughs> I remember it's not that great. Uh, yeah, I remember the first one, which I really liked, and it was really well done because it had a lot of cool elements that it used sparingly, and then or sparrowingly, um, uh, groan, <laughs> I'm, groan. I'm working, on I'm working on that. But then groan. they realized what was popular, and they overdid it, and it just wasn't cool anymore. It was just too much, too much, too much uh. too soon. Um. But yeah, gargoyles, that'd be really fucking cool. Like, I would be excited to see... You know, it's one of those things where it's popular enough where they might do it, but not to that point where they will do it. I doubt they'd ever do it, though, in all honesty. Yeah, I don't think they, I don't think they ever will either. But it'd be nice to see. You know, it's a good good, good thing to fantasize about. I mean, if they ever did that, then they th- they bring back Bonkers. Remember that guy? Oh, that guy. Yeah, it was that's so the thing. Cool. They'll probably do one of those shows long before Gargoyles. They'll do fucking like Gummy Bears, most likely. Gummy Bears. Long no, before Gargoyles. Do I mean, they're doing Pete's Dragon, so. Yeah. Yeah. I still want to see Bonkers and John Goodman as the fat cop. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be so perfect. Um, I guess it'll be my turn coming up next. I'm going to say, hey. um, I don't know, Night's Tale. No. I'm going to say <laughs> Final Fantasy. It doesn't matter which one. That's a cop-out. Come on. <laughs> but it's the fantasy Final right Fantasy. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> doesn't matter that there's been 15 of them thus far. I thought Night's Tale was a good choice. That was pretty good. Yeah, it was no, all right. I just kind of threw that It wasn't a there. bad movie. Night's Tale was good. Um, definitively, though, I just... I don't think I have a top favorite. All I can think about are sci-fi stuff, but like... I like James and the Giant Peach was really cool. Oh, that was great. That's like a whimsical fantasy, you know. And I really like the like the claymation in it too, like the movie. Oh yeah, it was really well done, and it really served its purpose in differentiating the real world from like Roald Dahl world. And even like they're both just like so the art style on the real world versus the claymation world was so dramatically different. Like the the they're both very Tim Burton esque. But the real world is even darker. And I, I think that's... It really was. That's kind of what's missing from well, BFG. Like, I saw the trailer for that. And I don't. I just don't like how anything looks in that movie. It's, like, really? overly CG'd and not in a good way. Like It looks interesting. It looks like it, it's trying to capture that old Spielberg, like, movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. How, how they don't make movies like that anymore. Yeah. I don't know. It looks interesting. But, like, I don't know if I would pay top dollar no. to go see The giant it. looks so weird to me. You know? Yeah, and it, and it's weird because he's he's not as big as the other giants, so there's like this whole like you know thing of belonging and friendship. Well, and like, I don't know. like that, I'm I'm not like I'm I'm down for that. I don't care about that. It's just his, like aesthetically the way he looks. Like like 
when you're watching the trailer, first trailer, the teaser one, you saw his legs and you saw his arms and that's it, right? And yeah. I was like, I kind of already had a vision of what his face would look like and it wasn't going to be something that was motion captured. I thought it was going to mm. be like unrealistic proportions, like a, like a cartoon character, right? And then you see him and he has like these crazy exaggerated features except his face, which is just like a, the old actor or whatever. His, I don't know who his name is. But it's blatantly just the actor's face. That's just like copy and paste it on there. And it just doesn't hmm. doesn't sit right for me. And I think they should have just gone like maybe a, a different approach, like a more stylized like they did in James and the Giant Peach. I actually, I actually did have a problem with the Giant in this one. Because uh, when I went to see uh, uh, Warcraft and IMAX, there yeah. was... Um, uh, there was a trailer for for this, and to see it like really, really big, I was oh, like, I "Oh, yeah. interesting." I'm ex, I'm ex yeah, 30, yeah, yeah. yeah, it, it looked interesting. Yeah. I don't know, like I didn't have, I didn't have a problem with it. Like at, at first, I think when I saw an initial preview of it, I thought I thought it was a bit jarring. It didn't look too real. That that was just like when like uh, he he grabbed the girl from the bedroom, yeah, and then yes, they he, start like running through London and doing that. But then in the one that I saw, like you know, there, it was more. It showed more of the movie, and I was like, oh, okay, it looks like they polished it up a little bit more. But no, like I, I know where you're coming from. Like it did look odd at first, and I was just like, is this thing done? This is the trailer they're putting out. Are they sure? <laughs> I was like, are they are they sure about this? See, you guys want to do like another pass? That's yeah. The that's one that the I thing saw is they try to make it photorealistic, like like uh, Jim Carrey's Christmas Carol. Like that was like cool, but like it just looks it's uncanny valley. It just looks off. It looks weird. Mm. And there's a whole a whole uh, thinking behind that. So for those of you unfamiliar out there uh, with the uncanny valley, it's essentially anything that's made to look more human. The closer you get to those finer details to it actually looking human, the less human it'll actually be perceived by yourself. So when you look at it's something, a paradox. What's that? It's a paradox. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Well, it's not really a paradox, but uh, it's so. Like for example, when you watch well, you watch Warcraft, right? The orcs look great, like they get very emotive, things like that. But uh, if you look at the giant who is more based on a human and from BFG, he looks weird. And it's because we don't have a reference point for what the orcs should look like in real life. So we can kind of our eyes, our brains can actually just accept it a lot easier than what an actual real human or something that's resembling human looks like. It's it's the reason why like in Pixar, even like the cars, for instance, like in, in cars mm-hmm. or like any like the Pixar animations, like why like the characters, because they have such emotion oh, yeah. is because they're like caricatures of emotion. Yeah. So like everything's exaggerated, like the eyes and the mouth and everything. So it looks like it has life because of that. Oh, sure. And yeah. when you go to like that, you're right. It looks, it looks more like a dead body that's kind of been like animated almost. Yeah, yeah, or like because there's things that it doesn't do, like the pupils won't dilate the same, or you know, like it's it's even more finer details that we we come to expect from watching an actual person, and we almost look for more flaws to prove to ourselves that we can tell the difference between a digital person and a real person. Oh yeah, that's why like certain shots in the Lord of the Rings look really odd because they tried to, to CG like a lot of like real-ish locations because a lot of these locations, I mean, these locations aren't real but they're based in real life. So when you look at uh, you know the way that they try to composite them together, you're like, oh, something looks kind of off of this movie. I don't really buy into it. But uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, I would th- I would say it's a good uh, fantasy movie. I'm not like huge like Tolkien fan. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe this is brought to real life. Oh my god, I got a friend like that. They loved it. 
uh, I was like, this movie is okay, and yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah but yeah, and, and it's it's weird too how how like that whole genre, that whole the whole movie, uh, the series set a standard for what people perceive these uh, these movies to be in that genre. A lot like like Warcraft is being compared to it. like, oh, it's not Lord of the Rings. I mean, Lord of the Rings did everything great. You know, they had the story, the characters, and shit. I'm like, really? Did it really? Because did the first Lord of the Rings movie not bore you to death? It it bored me to death. I was I was really bored. they all they all bored me to death. Uh, I like I like that the second one and the third one. The, the, the third one more like I would go three, two, one, and then uh, and then the Hobbit movies. The Hobbit movies are, are so much better. But then you can argue that uh, you know like Peter Jackson got better because of Lord of the Rings movies. Sure. But uh, yeah, I, I like to copy Randall from Clerks too. There's only one return. It's of the Jedi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, yeah, no, no one, no I mean, I didn't, no. I didn't care for any of the movies, but I, I did really like the uh, Shadows of Mordor game that came out on uh, PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah, and but Shadows of Mordor was like, it was like Batman meets, oh god, I'm trying to think of what kind of blood, Batman meets like God of War, like set in like Lord of the Rings. You say that like it's a bad thing. It's yeah, not. That sounds okay. good. That <laughs> no, sounds not. like it's something like, good. That's a great thing. That's what made it so good was yeah. that. Like, I remember playing, like, the original, like, Lord of the Ring games when they first came out for, like, PlayStation 1 and Xbox. And, like, they were boring as balls. It was, like, it was just, like, a, a Gauntlet Legend skin with Lord of the Rings. That's pretty much all it was for the, for the most part. Sure. And, and Shadow of Mordor was just, like, fucking brutal. Like, you can cut someone's head off, like, so quickly in combat. It was gorgeous. Yeah. And that's what made it great. It wasn't the fact that it was Lord of the Rings. It was the fact that it had that game mechanic. Right, yeah. And they also had uh, the orcs remembered you when you when you fought yeah, them. Yeah, that, that was cool. That was fucking badass. And, like, you know, your your spirit buddy was... I can't remember who has his name. I don't remember his name. But he was, like, one of the guys that was, like, responsible for creating the ring. So it's just like... I, I was cool that I remember a lot of people saying, oh, man, like, well, you know, why don't you get this story in, in the movies? Like, you know, I wasn't this portrayed. Like, this is a lot more interesting. Yeah. And, and it kind of was. I was like, yeah, huh. But then, you know, like, it was all like the thought of after the fact. Oh, sure, know, yeah. Because... Yeah, voiced there, by you know, Troy Baker. Yeah. <laughs> He's in everything. He's literally in everything. Yeah, speaking At of fantasy, I mean, though, like... and, and Troy Baker, I would consider uh, the Bioshock games fantasy. Really? Or would they be sci-fi? No, that, those are sci-fi. Yeah, or would it be sci-fi? Would be sci-fantasy? No, it's it's not. Fan- it's, no, zero, it's all sci-fi. Or would it be? Or would it be fantasy? No, it's it's. There's nothing it's fantasy not a thing. about it. <laughs> I think I don't think it'd be f- fantasy. I wonder if it's fantasy. Dubbed patent pending, patent pending. No, no, it's it's totally science fiction. It's about you know, it's if you're talking about infinite, or even if you're not, it's, it's you know, it's scientifically, it's something they did to themselves to get the power. And then there's also in Infinite, there's a little uh, multiverse time travel action going on. All elements it was very of science fiction. Fantastical. The definition of science fiction, <laughs> anything that has to do with science hmm. in a type of like fictional way. So anything that has to do with like, they use actual science, make pseudoscience to do things that aren't possible in science, but it's still using science. The, now, what's the, the definition, definition of, of like, fantasy? The only way you could argue against it is saying all magic actually it, w- it would get rid of the fantasy genre altogether because magic is just a really advanced uh system that you just don't understand so think well, about- i come from such a magical one of the same yeah exa- exactly <laughs> thanks thor, <laughs> thor. Damn it. so but then that, that ex- gets rid of fantasy altogether and why are we even talking about fantasy because now we're just going to talk about science fiction my favorite science fiction thing 
is Knight's the Tale. Here. No. Wait. Knight's Tale. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's called Alliance. Hello. Actually, you, you know what's... Uh, it is a good it actually actually was not a bad movie like i thought I it was gonna be total crap it actually was not bad and like when it comes on tv i'm like ah, oh, you know it bad. should be bad though i like if you if you were if you were to describe that movie to a younger version of yourself before it came out before you saw it you would be like that sounds like a shit movie he'd be like get out yeah <laughs> leave immediately but no it was it was well done you know Besides the anachronistic music where they just start oh like God. singing, we will rock you in the middle of something. Yeah, which we started this whole thing because a lot of other, uh, what, 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 what would I describe it as like Sunday afternoon shows like uh, came on TV where they would have these, uh, like there, there's one recently where it, they have it like in those old, old timey medieval times when they have like modern day music, which, which is perfect for marketing because you can sell an album, you can sell the show. Okay. And people will come watch it because it's got, I don't know, fucking let's name something like Taylor Swift or some shit like that. Sure. And it's really weird. I think it's called rain or something like that. Like, um, I went, I went over to my friend's house and, uh, and, and she was watching this thing and I was like, oh, what is this like medieval like time show? Like, uh, like I, I didn't even know what the character was talking about, but, but I was looking at the set and everything and the costumes. I was like, whoa, this is elaborate. This show is a budget on it. But then it had like modern day music, which I thought she was playing somewhere else. And I'm like, wait, is that coming from the TV? She's like, yeah, that's the show. I'm like, wait, is it like, I'm like what? <laughs> like, what is this garbage? She's like, what do you mean it's garbage? I'm like, no, because it's like a, like a medieval show, but like there's like this like pop music from today from the radio. She's like, yeah, it's great. I'm like, oh god, you're the demographic. Yeah, you're their demographic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes it does kind of work, but other times it's just like, like in uh, Bioshock Infinite, for example, that worked really well. Best fantasy game ever. Yeah, fantasy it worked really well. Um, <laughs> but no, like when when you're walking through for the first time and you hear a barbershop quartet singing the Beach Boys. Dude, I oh man, I remember that. I just I sat there and, and watched that barbershop. Every like, time uh, I replayed that game a couple times, and every time I even like went back to that checkpoint just to go back and watch it again. <laughs> That's great. It's just so it's so good. Yeah, I think that yeah. was when the first thing Sergio showed me about that game. We're like, I'm at his place, and he's like, "Dude, you gotta see this." And he just starts up a fresh new game. We do like the whole like um like lighthouse thing, and then he just brings me to that part and he just says, "We can sit here for 20 minutes, and they'll sing 20 minutes worth of music." And he was right. Like they were just sitting there, like singing, going over stuff and stuff's going off in the background, this and that. And I'm like, "Holy shit! This is something you don't even have to do, but they put it in there just because." Well, they they, they that, do finish up that immersion. They, yeah. I don't think it's 20 minutes, but they, they do finish no, it's up. Not and they, they they fly away. I know because I sat there and I was like, "No, come back! <laughs> I have money. I will pay for your services." Um, that game did a really good job with it too. Like there's that haunting part towards the end where you hear girls just want to have fun. Being like sung through a rift through time yeah. and space. That was crazy. Like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. All that shit was really, really cool. Uh, and we've got completely off the rails. Now we're talking about science fiction. I love it. I love it because I can talk about it. Actually, uh, I Kill Giants. Not really fantasy, but kind of. That was a great, great comic. That was good. Yeah. That was a good book. That was great. And um, actually, Lock and Key. Now that I'm thinking about it too, I don't know if I told you guys about that uh, comic nah, book series. Uh, but it, it's actually written by Stephen King's son. His name is Joe Hill. It's really cool, and I highly recommend it to to anyone who is interested in a darker raw doll kind of story. 
Ooh. So, so picture like if Stephen King tried to write a Raw Doll book is kind of the vibe I get off of it. So it's essentially about this family in California whose um, father gets murdered. The dad, this it's I think it's two sons and a daughter. So what ends up happening is they move to Massachusetts or Maine or some Stephen King place. It's usually one of those two. Um, And they live in this crazy house that the father lived in when he was a kid. And the kids find this and the mom's like distraught and the brother goes in and tries to help out and all this stuff. And the kids find the these kids find these keys throughout the house. And when they use the keys to open doors, when they walk through the doors, different magical things start to happen. I've heard of this. Yeah. So like there's a key that has a skull on it, and that is the death key or the ghost key. So when you walk through the door, you die and you become a ghost until your spirit passes through the door again and then you're What's back in your body. Like to be a ghost? Yeah, so like the little the youngest son is flying around, thinks it's a good time, stuff like that. But what it does is it leaves your body open to possession to other ghosts that might have more insidious ideas. No like. shit. Uh, there's other ones like you walk through, you become a giant, you can walk through one door and teleport wherever you want in the world. Like there's a whole bunch of things. There's this weird spirit in, that lives in the well house over in, it's called, um, I think it was called Key Mansion or something. I don't remember what it was called. It's been a while since I read it. But there's a ghost that lives there that's trying to do evil bidding. And then there's a key that you can use in the back of someone's head and open up the top of their skull and look through it. And you can see their thoughts and their dreams and their fears and stuff like that what personified. The shit? That's is awesome. this a comic or is it a book? It's a what comic. It? It's a comic. Yeah. It's a no shit. five hmm. trade paperback comic. Make it into a series. Yeah. Well, they, they were going to make it into a TV show and then it got canceled before it, it aired. What? Yeah. That but, got but, canceled? No, honestly, though, I, re- I watched like the the trailer for the pilot and it looked pretty shitty oh no someone didn't know how to yeah Yeah, but it's really really good and there's this kid um who is like he there's just mentally something wrong with him like he's i remember if he's just like slow or if he had asperger's or whatever but the key wouldn't work on him for that like to pop open the brain so you had that whole mystery going on, and it was it was great. And in the meantime, there's a this the kill the guy who killed the father is walking across America to go kill these kids. Damn. Yeah, there's a lot of shit that goes down in it. So I definitely like like two thumbs way up on that. If you need something to read this summer, definitely snag that. It's like sixty bucks for all five trades on Amazon. Ooh, it's not bad. Good. But yeah, I, I digress. And I think everyone went too, and we're running out of time. So this seems like a good time to wrap it up. Yeah. But um, <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, thank you for listening to the preview podcast to the Back Into Funky podcast coming up this week. We're going to be talking about Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones, everyone's favorite series, one of the best things on TV worth watching because TV is full of a lot of garbage. But uh, this is actually actually good, and everyone's buzzing about it. And uh, the finale happened. Hopefully everybody is caught up by the time we talk about it, which is why we didn't talk about it as soon as it ended that week. But hopefully you guys will check us out not only uh, this coming Thursday at 930, but also on iTunes and SoundCloud for you Android users. Follow us on Twitter, 
Facebook and the Insta Hams to get your instant Christmas ham. What? That doesn't make any sense. All right, guys. Until this Thursday at 9.30, we'll see you later or we'll see you another time. Or never. Or we'll see you. Or never. We'll see you. Never. We'll see you. Never. We'll see you then. Never. Turn in. You realize that I'm editing this and I'll get the final say. Tune in. <laughs> never. <laughs>